0: I'm going to change the order of this service this morning. If you would grab your Bible close by you there. We'll get it all figured out. We have a We're going to we're going to turn to John chapter 3. I'm not going to be long, I don't think, and we're going to bring you guys right the praise team right back up. But I feel like the Lord wants you to hear something We have, a, uh, we have a church Christmas party tonight. It's going to begin at 6. Um, and so if you if come into that tonight, just remember that uh, we won't have regular service. We will have a church Christmas party. Um, I'm going to begin reading with a scripture that maybe you're not real familiar with. It's John 3, verse 16. You may have heard it it says for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life for God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world but that the world through him might be saved. Mm. Heavenly Father thank you almighty God for the opportunity to preach your word this morning God. I pray this morning, Lord, that this word, Father God, would go deep within our souls and within our spirits, oh God, during this Christmas season. I pray, O oh Lord God, that Jesus Christ would be glorified above all things. And I pray, Lord God, that I would simply be your vessel. Moved upon by you today, Lord God, to speak your word into this congregation so that they could hear the things that they need to hear today. And I thank you for it in Jesus' name and for your glory. Amen. Amen. And you may be seated. We celebrate the Christmas season And the Christmas season is not about when when Jesus was actually born It has nothing to do with, with any of the pomp and circumstance that surrounds what we do But we celebrate the Christmas season to celebrate the birth of Christ To celebrate his coming to the earth Because God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. And I want to tell you this morning that Jesus coming to the earth was not an afterthought. Jesus coming to the earth to be the sacrifice for sin was not something that just simply suddenly showed up on the mind of God No, that 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 was decided long before the worlds were even created the Bible says before the even the foundation of the world before the world's even came into Existence it was already decided that Adam would fall and when he fell Jesus Christ would become the perfect sacrifice from sin He would step down from his lofty position and he would become the son of God that he might be ruler and reign over all things that he might be the perfect sacrifice for sin that through his blood I might be able to start a new race the race of Jesus Christ I might be able to be filled with the kingdom of God I might be able to enjoy the riches and the power and the strength and the things that come from being a Christian a follower of Christ one is who is is in a relationship with God Almighty you see God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that you and I might be saved there's not a greater thing that can happen to you than salvation. <laughs> yeah. That's not a better thing that can happen to you than moving from death unto life. Because when you're born into this world, you're born in the lineage of Adam, and every day you move closer to death, my God, you got nothing else to look forward to than to die. That's it. Every single day, no matter what you do in life, and if you're a part of the lineage of Adam, no matter what you do in life, you may achieve great fortune. You may be the richest man in the world. You may own Rolls Royces and Lamborghinis. You may live in a 10,000 square foot house worth millions and millions of dollars overlooking the ocean, but guess what? You could c- continually looking over your shoulder because today could be the day that the death angel shows up for you, and if you're of the lineage and line of Adam, all you've got to look forward to, the only thing that's constant in your life is you're going to die. Your life is dark at both ends no matter what you possess. You can be the greatest comedian. You can be the most prolific actor. Everyone can know your name. Everyone can know who you are. But guess what you've got to look forward to? And that's death. Death happens to all men. But God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish. Am I going to die? If the Lord tarries his coming, I will. But guess what? I'm not moving toward death, I'm moving toward life. If any man be in Christ Jesus, old things have passed away. Behold, all things became new. When I became a new creature in Jesus, when I developed a relationship with Jesus Christ, when I became a child of God, when I accepted Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior, I'm no longer looking at death. No, I'm moving every day closer to being alive. My God, hallelujah. I'm moving toward a light. I'm moving toward life. I'm moving toward life. If you're not saved this morning, if you don't know Jesus Christ, and I'm not talking about if you came down here and said a little prayer, that little prayer don't get you nowhere. But if you change your heart, believe in your heart that God raised Christ from the dead, that He is the Son of God. Whenever you believe in your heart and you start a relationship, you start a relationship with Jesus Christ. You 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 know. When I was younger I could I could date I could date girls and I could I could tell them anything I wanted but but that didn't mean I was in love I could tell them I was in love but that didn't mean I was in love no I demonstrated I was in love whenever I got this little thing over here and I put a ring on her finger bells on her toes and she put a bone through my nose I demonstrated my love for her, not by what I said to her, but by the actions I did toward her. I demonstrated my love for her because I did some actions toward her that were permanent, that put half of my stuff at risk. I demonstrated that love. And if you're just simply telling Jesus you love him, but you don't have a relationship, if you don't have half of your stuff at risk, if you've never done anything for Jesus Christ, then you're not in love with him, you're on, you only like him. And I want to tell you today that God so loved the world that he made it to where you can fall in love with Jesus. And falling in love with Jesus is the best thing that I've ever done. My God, my God. He moved me from death to life. (laughs) Hallelujah, my God. Oh, what a wonderful day when I got saved. I was a kid when I got saved. I don't know when it was. I got saved a lot, but I got saved as a kid the first time. <laughs> and I'm telling you, my, life, my life's never been the same. Yeah, I mean, it's not like I had some kind of big sin before that. But I can just tell you that I've walked with Jesus. I hadn't done it perfectly. Now, I don't want you to put me on no pedestal because I'm not on no pedestal. I hadn't done it perfectly. But I tell you what, I've always done it with him in the back of my mind. I've always done it with him in my heart. I've never done any sin I've ever done in my life that I didn't have the Holy Spirit screaming in my ears, don't do that. Not one time and it's because I have a relationship with Jesus Christ and God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that I might have that relationship. Jesus is more than just a babe in a manger. My Lord, he's the perfect sacrifice for sin. His blood washes away all my sin and cleanses me from all unrighteousness. Hallelujah. He made me a member of the kingdom of God. His royal blood flows in my veins. His royal blood flows in my veins. I'll walk on streets of gold because of him. I'll look at walls of Jasper because of him. But but more importantly than that, I'll live forever. I'll live forever. I'll live forever. I'll live forever in the presence of the almighty God. Hallelujah. I'll live forever in light and love and perfect harmony with Jesus Christ. If you don't know Jesus this morning, your life's on the, You when you get to death, that's just the beginning of your troubles. If you don't know Jesus this morning, I'm not talking about have a little, have a little, have a little uh, promise box relationship with Him. I'm talking about lives and moves and has your being. If you're not there this morning, then I'm gonna let you know that when you die, that's the beginning of your troubles. You see, because your flesh may die and they may put you in the box, and the preacher may say nice things over you, <laughs> but, that, but that, that don't mean you're dead that spirit man and that soul man within you that was given to you by Jesus Christ and it lives forever when god breathed into your lungs he broke he did more than just put a little air in there he put a soul and a spirit inside of adam and he stood up a living soul and i'm going to tell you that that soul and that spirit lives on forever and when you breathe your last breath here if you die without Jesus Christ then you wake up in a tormenting hell you wake up in a tormenting hell And you're in that place until the great white throne judgment in Revelation 20. And then you're put in a place called the lake that burns with fire and brimstone, which is worse than hell. And then you're sealed up and throughout all eternity, you're going to burn and be tormented and be tortured. There's no getting out of that place. God so loved the world that he made a way of escape, hallelujah, that you don't have to go to hell, but you can go to heaven and be forever with the Lord in the air. You can have the love of God. You can have the love of God in your soul. My God, why wouldn't you want to have that? Why do you want to die in such a pitiful state? Why do you want to live in such a pitiful state? Every day knowing you're one step closer to death, one step closer to dying, one step closer to to being put in the ground and the worms eating on your body. They may eat on my body, but my soul and my spirit's going to soar. Why? Because God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. I want to tell you whenever God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, he gave me more than just eternal life. He gave me the gifts of the spirit. He gave me the fruits of the spirit. I don't have to work up love. I'm born of love. I don't have to try to love you. I love you. I don't have to try to have joy because God gave me joy. I don't have to try to have peace in every situation because God gives me peace. I don't have to try to have long-suffering, patience, because God can give me patience. I can have gentleness, goodness. I don't have to try to work up faith. Whenever God accepted Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior, he placed faith within me. I don't have to try to have meekness and temperance. I don't have to try to not sin because God made a way where I don't have to sin. The seed of Jesus Christ, 1 John tells me, that seed of Jesus Christ lives within me, and if Jesus Christ is in me, then I don't have to sin, and if I walk in the spirit and not in the flesh, then the Bible says that I won't sin. It's whenever I get in the flesh, it's whenever I go back to that old man, it's whenever I begin to entertain thoughts of the old man that I end up falling in, and the lust of my flesh begin to rise again, and I fall into that, but if I stay, if I stay in the spirit, hallelujah, then I can walk on the mountaintop with God and live with him throughout all eternity with love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. My God. I don't have to carry grudges. I don't have to carry grudges. I don't have to get revenge. I don't have to let it eat at my body and that acid pouring in my soul. I used to know a man in Silsby, that owned the Gulf station some of you may know him he owned the Gulf station there in Silsby over there around the corner from the Pines Theater and he used to always have trouble with stomach ulcers and uh, we kind of we kind of we went away from that church for a little while and we started doing some interim work and one day I saw him I said brother how's your stomach ulcers he said I don't have those anymore I said you don't praise God he said yep I learned to spit my acid on other people (laughs) instead of keeping it. But if I know Jesus Christ, I don't have to have stomach ulcers. I don't have to harbor that fear, that anger, and I don't have to spit it on you either because the love of God compels me. Love covers a multitude of sins. And if you love somebody, you're willing to forgive them You're willing to forgive them whether they forgive you or not whether they wronged you or not maybe what they did to you was horrible maybe it was a parent that abused you maybe it was a situation where you were in the right but you were but you were treated as in the wrong maybe you were maybe everything you did was correct but you were you were you bear the blame of it maybe everything about it is wrong but I'm telling you you don't have to harbor it because I've got a God in the heavens that loved me and gave his only begotten son for me and I don't have to try to right everything I Serve him as long as I walk with him, it'll be right. As long as I walk with him, it'll be right. Hallelujah. I can for my God, I wish you were feeling what I'm feeling. My God, I, I can forgive people because I don't have to hold a grudge. I can forgive people, I can let it go. I don't have to be resentful, I don't have to be mad, I don't have to be hard hearted. I can see you in Walmart and walk over and shake your hand, my God. Why? Because God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn a world. And if Jesus can be on a cross wrongfully convicted, wrongfully condemned, wrongfully whipped, wrongfully placed a crown of thorns on his head, wrongfully put up on a cross, Wrongfully revolved, wrongfully spit upon, wrongfully made fun of. If he can do that and say, Father, forgive them because they don't know what they do, then I've got no right to get upset with you because you shorted me a dollar. Amen. I got no right to get upset with you because you said something that hurt my feelings. Amen. I got no right to get mad at you because I feel like you did me wrong. I just choose to forgive. I choose to forgive. Let me tell you the scary, one of the scariest scriptures in the whole Bible. There's, there's several scriptures in there that terrify me. This one terrified. If you don't have the fear of God, you don't care about what I'm about to say. But if you have the fear of God, this should terrify you. He says if you can't forgive your brother whom you have seen, then I won't forgive you. I don't want my transgressions to start piling up. I want God to forgive them. I don't, I don't need that against me. I mean, I'm not a bad guy, but every now and then I am a bad guy. Once in a while, it's get, they're getting further apart, thank God. But I don't want that, I don't want that piling up against me. I want it to be forgiven and forgotten and placed in the sea of forgetfulness. But if I won't forgive you, if I hold a grudge against you, if I get upset about something that was said or something that was done and I say, well, bless God, I'm just not going to have nothing to do with that anymore. I'm telling you what, I start hearing the sin ticker counting. Boom, 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 boom. God so loved the world so I could let that stuff go. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him should be saved. Because if you're saved, you have access into a wonderful thing called the baptism in the Holy Spirit. Oh, ho, ho, ho. <laughs> Tarry you in Jerusalem until you receive, being endued with power from on high. Hallelujah. There is a power. There is a spiritual. Paul told the church at Corinth, he said, he said, I'm not going to come to you with enticing words of men's wisdom. I'm not going to come preaching clever sermons of three points and a poem of something that tickles your ears and makes you think I'm a good preacher. But you're not, you're not seeing me with fancy words, with enticing words of men's wisdom, but I'm going to come to you in power and in demonstration of the Holy Spirit. If you're feeling conviction this morning in your heart, then that's the power of God. Oh hallelujah Signs and wonders and miracles work within the power of God And that power of God That power to live a godly life That power to do right That power to live like Jesus Christ That power to change me from glory To glory to glory That power to keep that relationship going That power to understand The word of God That power to stand before you and preach Doesn't come from me It comes from a spirit that lives within me Called the Holy Spirit That I received the baptism man whenever I came to an altar and said God fill me with the Holy Ghost and he filled me and then he gave me an evidence as I spake in a tongue that I did not know and I spake in other tongues and when I did I knew that I was filled with the power of God called the baptism of the Holy Ghost. So much of the church world today is not interested in it. Don't care nothing about it. Give an altar call people to be filled or refilled and have three people come down. Why, why? I don't, I don't, I don't understand and, and I'm not saying everybody should come down but what I am saying is if you're not bubbling over this morning deep cries out to deep cries out to deep cries out to deep when he started singing that song this morning I felt the stirring in a river that flows with me I've got a river of life flowing out of me I've got a river of life that lives within me I've got a river of life that bubb- we used As a kid, we used to sing this. It's bubbling, it's bubbling, it's bubbling in my soul. It's singing, it's shouting. Since Jesus made me whole, folks can't understand it, but I cannot keep it quiet. It's bubbling, 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 bubbling day and night. Anybody else sing that? That's what I feel. When he starts singing deep, cries out to deep, I feel that river, that artesian well of the Holy Spirit start welling up within me. When I begin to pray, I feel the power of God as he moves in my innermost being. When I begin to preach, it gets in my feet, it gets in my hands, it gets in my mouth, it gets in my emotions, and I cannot keep it quiet. Why? It's bubbling, it's bubbling, it's bubbling, it's bubbling, it's bubbling. My God, I've got a river of life that's flowing out of me. Well, I don't want to get crazy with it. I don't care. I mean, I'm not going to tell you I'm so I'm so brave and strong that I haven't quieted it sometimes. I have. I have I have quenched the Holy Spirit at times in my life because I've said, oh, it might be out of order. I don't know. I don't know. But I want to let you know if the Holy, if it's of the God, that ain't out of order. Somebody may need to hear you shout. Somebody may need to see you get a little excited. I'm telling you what, why be in a Pentecostal church if you can't get excited? If you want to just sit there and tap your foot and look at your phone, why be here? I'm not being ugly. I'm just saying this is, we want, I, I want to attend a church where the power of God is moving. I want to attend a church where the Spirit of the Lord's falling like rain. I want to attend a church where the glory of the Lord fills the temple. I want to attend a church where the sinner squirms on the seat and grabs hold of the back of the pew. I want to attend a church where those that are in sin are uncomfortable and those that are present in God are so free that they can worship the Lord in spirit and in truth. Why come to a church that's Pentecostal if you're not going to be filled with the glorious baptism of the Holy Ghost? For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Everlasting life is part of that spirit world. It's part of the power of the Holy Ghost living inside of me. He bubbles, he moves, he holds my tongue sometimes. Sometimes he helps me be quiet because sometimes I'm to I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I realize I'm a calm guy, but there are times in my life when I've got my jaw working and I'm ready to bust you in the head, but the Holy Spirit quiets that. Settle down. Settle down. I got this. Vengeance is mine, saith The Lord, I'll repay. I'll repay. And let me tell you something. I've served God long enough to see that payment happen. I've served God, and I'm not saying I rejoiced when it happened. I wept, but I am saying this: I found out that God fights my battles. I found out I don't have to get out there and duke it out with you. I don't have to get out—not you. I never—not you. I mean, I mean, people that—you you know what I'm saying, right? I don't want any of you to think that I want to get out with you. I don't. I don't. I love you with all my heart. I love you. I love this church. I love this people. But there are sometimes, whenever I get angry and upset about something somebody says or something that, that, that happens to me or some situation, I, I get mad, I get angry. I want to I wanna get out there and, and dial their number so many times so they just block my phone calls and then figure out another way to aggravate them. But what I've learned is vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. I will repay. I will repay. And I found out that he does. You see, God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish but have everlasting life. For God sent not His Son through the world to condemn the world but so that the world could, him could be saved. Because in salvation, not only do I get salvation and eternal life, I get the opportunity to be filled with the baptism of the Holy Spirit. I get to, re- to receive the fruits of the Spirit and I get to receive the gifts of the Spirit. The gifts, everybody wants a gift, right? Anybody in here don't want anything on Christmas morning? Kathy, asked said something to, a couple of days ago. She said something, huh? Yesterday? Oh, I th- okay. Kathy said something to me a couple of days ago, yesterday, about, um, about getting gifts. And I said, oh, I really don't need anything for Christmas. I got everything I need. She said, well, that's good. I'll just tell the kids not to bring you anything. I'll just tell I'll just. you can just not have nothing under the tree. Would that be okay with you? I said, absolutely not. She said, then you do want gifts. I said, well, I guess I do. I guess I'm not as pompous as I thought I was. (laughs) When she tells me I'm not going to get nothing, I said, well, wait a minute here. We need to have a discussion about this because I like gifts. I like getting gifts. I like it it when somebody hands me a, a, a thing of cookies like I got this morning. I like it when somebody gives me a card. I like it when somebody gives me a new book. I like it whenever people give me gifts. I enjoy it, and you enjoy it too. It's an expression of their love for you, and it's wonderful to receive gifts. Well, God would like to express His love to you by giving you gifts, Amen. gifts of the Spirit, wisdom, knowledge. You know, when, when, throughout my life, Kathy and my, Mary's life, throughout our life when we're going to make a major purchase, we never do it without consulting the Holy Spirit. We don't go out there and say, oh, that's pretty. Why don't we buy it? We pray about it. We see if it's God's will. I've told you this story, so I'm going to make this very, very brief. I felt like God would, I wanted a new truck. And and God gave me a number. He said, not over $22,000. And so I went and looked for a truck that I could get for not over $22,000. And God led me to the right dealership, led me to the right truck, led me to the right person. He told me, I'll never be able to get it down that low. I said, well, then I'll walk away. He said, okay. And and about an hour later, he came back with a price. And the price was $22,000. And I said, I'll take it. I didn't know why I needed to have a truck at $22,000. I wanted the fancy one. I wanted the one that had all the leather seats and the bells and the whistles and all the junk. I wanted that one. It was going to be about $40,000. I wanted that one, but I got this one that's $22,000. But you know what? A year later when they came in and said they're going to lay us all off and we wanted to go into the ministry, I found out why I only needed a truck that cost $22,000 because I was able to pay that one off and I was able to keep it. If I'd have got the more expensive one, I'd have had to sell it. God knows what he's doing, praise God. And he'll give you the gifts of wisdom and discernment and knowledge and power. Oh, hallelujah. He'll give you the gifts of tongues and interpretation and prophecy. God will give you the gifts of the spirit, not only the discerning, the wisdom, the governments, all of the gifts that are given, but it comes through salvation. It comes because God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Salvation, baptisms, fruits, gifts, and in the end, eternal life. God has broken the power of death. God has broken the fear of death. God's broken the fear of bankruptcy. Bankruptcy is a form of death. And I may pass through bankruptcy, but I'm not staying in bankruptcy. Just like I'm not staying in the grave. Because there's going to come a day in the not too distant future whenever in the eastern sky the Son of God is going to descend from heaven with a shout. Why is he shouting? Why is he shouting? You know, there came a day in my life where I stood over here and I was dressed up in a mighty fine-looking tux. It was white with little brown piping on it. Nice brown velvet bow tie. I was standing and I had a brown stripe down my pants. Rented shoes. I looked good. I looked good. And I stood here and I watched those bridesmaids come down the aisle. I listened to that organ playing. And then they shut those doors. And when they opened those doors, I went, whoa, whoa. wow. Mm. That little girl came down that aisle. Oh, I never, I, I mean, I don't think you could find an angel look better than that. Oh, my God, she looks so good. Man, I itched a little closer. I said, hurry up. (laughs) Come on, let's get this going. She got to right there, her daddy standing beside her. And when that preacher says, Who gives this woman to be wed? And he said, Her mother and I. And he extended her hand toward me. Oh, buddy, my insides were shouting. I was quiet on the outside, my insides were jumping. Why? Because I was fixing to have my bride. I have to have my bride let me tell you something that's none of your business can I tell you something that's none of your business this is none of your business we had dated for four years and we were both virgins when we got married We, we saved ourselves for each other I've never been with another woman she's never been with another man it's just been me and her all these years and I can tell you she ain't bored with me I forgot what I was talking about. (laughs) (laughs) No, I ain't no doghouse. I'm just telling you. I'm just telling you that the blessings of the Lord maketh rich and addeth no sorrow. And I'm just telling you that I would, I'm just telling you why I shouted that day. I shouted that day because I was about to enter into a, a lifelong relationship and Jesus shouts the day that he comes back to get us because we are the bride of Christ and he has been waiting all of these years to have his bride with him, right? I'll be riding with him. I'm his bride. He's waiting to have it. So he's going to descend from heaven with a shout. He's going to say, yes, sir, it's about time. And the voice of the archangel and the trump of God shall sound, and then we shall be changed in the moment in the twinkling of an eye, and this corruptible is going to put on incorruption, and this mortal is going to put on immortality, and the saying will be completed of death swallowed up in victory. Oh, death, where is your sting? Oh, great, where is thy victory? The sting of death is sin, and the strength of sin is the law, but thanks be to God who gives me the victory. Therefore, be immovable, steadfast unwavering in the word of God, knowing that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. Hallelujah. And I get to go there because God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Praise team, would you come back this morning? I've hollered long enough. Praise God. I'm telling you this morning, falling in love with Jesus is the greatest thing you'll ever do. Falling in love with Jesus doesn't shield you from all of life's problems. In this world, you're going to have tribulation. You're going to have troubles. You're going to have problems. People are going to be ugly to you. You're going to have bankruptcy. You're going to have all the trials the people of the world have. I'm telling you, God doesn't shield us from any problems but he gives me the power to go through them. In this world you'll have tribulation, but thanks be to God I have, Jesus Christ has overcome the world. I never have a problem that I can't get through. Why? Because God so loved the world. Oh, hallelujah. Stand with me this morning if you would. I know we hadn't taken an offering. We might get to it, I don't know. We've got a party tonight at six, but we're going to we're going, to pray. we're going to have our worship team pray right now. And if you need Jesus this morning, if you don't know Jesus, I'm not talking about if you said a prayer when you were eight years old. I'm talking about if you don't have a relationship with Jesus Christ this morning. I don't care if you've been coming to this church for 25 years. If you don't have a relationship with God this morning, then that relationship is down here. It's right here. All you've got to do is come down here and, and renew that relationship. If you haven't been filled with the Holy Spirit, or maybe you need to be refilled, maybe your experience has gone stale. Maybe your experience has gone stale this morning, and you need to have that energizing river of life spring up, oh well, within my soul. Spring up, oh well, and make me whole. Hallelujah if that well's not flowing in you today then you can receive the Holy Spirit this morning and have that well renewed within you this morning If you're sick in your body you can be healed if you have a problems with your finances God can solve that whatever your situation is this morning I'm telling you right now the answer is right down here at the foot of these steps if you're if you're brave enough to make the, the walk down here then I'm brave enough to proclaim that God will hear and answer your prayer I said, if you're brave enough to make the walk down here, then I'm brave enough to tell you that God will hear and he will answer your prayer. If your relationship with God is stale and boring and you have to make yourself come to church, I'm going to tell you, when you were in the world, nobody had to make you go to the bar. Matter of fact, if you weren't there, they might have called you and said, where are you tonight? When you were in the world, nobody had to make you go do things you did then. You did them because you wanted to do them. And if you know Jesus Christ, you're going to do things he wants you to do because you want to do them. I'm not a preacher this morning because it's an easy way to make a living. Because it's not. I'm a preacher this morning because God called me. And he put that love in my heart. And he put that desire in my soul. And woe is me if I ever have to not preach the gospel. Woe is me when I have to sit on a pew and listen to somebody else preach because my insides are going to be saying,
1: "Mm, mm, mm, mm."
0: you know what I'm saying? So this morning as they play, if you need something from God, salvation, healing, deliverance, baptism, fruits of the spirit, love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance, if you need something from God this morning, then it's down here. All you got to do is come get it. Lift your hands. Begin to say, God, I need you to save me. I need you to fill me. I need you to anoint me. I need you to give me decision-making ability. I need you this morning, God. I need you. A bruised weed, he won't break, and a smoking flax, he won't quench. Amen. I've, I've talked enough. You want to go ahead?
1: God, I'm on my knees again, God, i begging, please, again, I need you, oh, I need you. I'm walking down these desert roads, water for my thirsty soul.
0: give you the opportunity this morning to be a minister. If there's people down here that need somebody to come and pray with them, and I want you to leave your seat and demonstrate your faith by coming down here, laying your hand on their shoulder, and just beginning to pray with them. You don't need to, you don't need to, to know their need. Just lay your hand on their shoulder, girls with girls and guys with guys if you would, but leave your seat. Don't let anybody stand down here by themselves and let God use you this morning to be a minister to someone else.
1: the sin. I want to know about being born again. I need you. Oh, I need you. So take me to the riverside. Take me on the baptize. I need you. Oh, I need you. Sing it again. A dead man walking slave being born again, I need you. Oh, I need you to take me to the river side. me. I can't get away. You love me when I'm lost. You love me till I'm found. Your love surrounds me. I
2: can't get
1: away. You love me when I'm up. You love me when I'm down. Your love is WAIT
0: this morning, some of you in this house, right there where you're standing as they continue to lead us in worship, you need to just lift your hands. And if you'll just lift your hands and begin to worship God, you'll find that he'll baptize you with the Holy Ghost right there where you're standing. Oh, right there where you're standing, he real, he'll real really fill that cup. He'll make it all new again. He'll make it all fresh again. If you'll just lift your hands and you just begin to worship God right there where you are, you'll find his spirit. He's, he's up here at the platform, but he's also at the back door. Oh, he's in the amen corner, but you'll find he's all over this floor this morning. Hallelujah, hallelujah. There's a special visitation of the Holy Spirit in this house this morning, and he's just looking for somebody that's got the antenna up. Hallelujah to begin to receive the reception that God's transmitting this morning hallelujah as we continue to worship this morning if you need Jesus or you want Jesus lift your hands and he'll fill you this morning
1: you provide the fire This is how I fight my battle. This is how I fight my battle. This is how I fight my battles. This is how I fight my battle. Amen. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. Woo! It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. Yes, hallelujah! It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you Whoa It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you This is how I fight my battle 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 battle. Hallelujah Yes, Amen Devil is defeated, amen. Hallelujah. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. Yes. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. Woo! It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded.
0: Can you give the Lord a shout this morning? Come on, give him a praise this morning. Hallelujah. This is how I fight my battles. Hallelujah. Praise God. It's just hard to know what to do about right now. My God, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory Glory to God, 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 glory to God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. This is how I fight my battles, through praise, through worship, hallelujah, through adoration, glory. Praise God, hallelujah.
2: celebration for my people on this day millions of years ago you were breathed into existence. Father God touch the earth with the word. The man who became the living word through all human races have the opportunity for salvation to walk in paradise to praise God forever. Celebrate. Shake off the cobwebs in your heads and your hearts and rejoice in me every chance you get the time is coming to be caught up with me and I rejoice in that saith the Lord amen.
0: rejoice this morning come on say amen say hallelujah open your mouth and say something good about Jesus hallelujah hallelujah hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, 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 amen, amen. Everybody feel good? Amen. Do, do I need to make any announcements? Kathy, do I need to make an announcement? We're good? Okay. I'd ask Veronica to sing this morning. Can, can we hold that to another time? Would that be okay sure. with you?
3: That's perfectly fine.
0: Okay. All right. You know what? That that was a bad decision I just made. Let me get you to sit down for just a moment. I feel like she has a song on her heart and I want to hear it. So, ushers, if you would come this morning, we're going to receive an offering. Father God, we celebrate our giving unto you this morning, God. We celebrate the great things you've done, O God, and this is a time of celebration where we cheerfully give unto you, Father. You have so blessed us bountifully, Almighty God. You have blessed this congregation, Lord God, in so many ways, Father. Lord God, I I know you've blessed them, Lord God, because they've blessed this church, O God. And I thank you this morning, Lord God, that we're not wondering how we're going to pay the light bill. We're not wondering if the insurance is about to come due. No, Lord God, we're not wondering about any of that thing because we have been blessed bountifully by this congregation, Lord God. And I thank you this morning, Lord God, that this church continues to move forward, God. Lord God, continues to bless missionaries around the world, Lord God continues to prosper, Lord God, upon this property, Lord God. And I just thank you right now, Almighty God, for your blessings mentally, physically, financially, spiritually, in every area, God. Thank you for the harvest that we are seeing starting to come to pass. And thank you for the harvest that we're gonna receive in 2024. Thank you, Lord God, that you're gonna bring them in, Lord God, not ones and twos, but by the multitudes, you're gonna save them and fill them with the Holy Spirit. Lord God, you're gonna make this church, oh God, in this community, Father God, a community that's known by by the love of Jesus, Lord God, you're going to make this community, Lord God, a community, Lord God, where people come, Father God, to experience you. And God, we thank you, Lord God, for blessing this church and the other churches in this community, God. Thank you for blessing Good Samaritan. Thank you for blessing Mount Olivet. Thank you for blessing the churches, Lord God, that we would all, Lord God, receive the harvest that you have designed for this area, Father God. We receive it today. We praise you for it today. In Jesus' name and for your glory. Amen. And amen.
3: loud. testing to see what will become this trial will not derail me I'll keep moving on you may not move this mountain but I won't walk alone and I don't know what tomorrow holds but I believe because I know you have a plan Your grace is enough for me I don't have to walk alone You're still on your throne You'll take care of everything Because you also, you also live in me Sometimes in the struggle I may fail to see that you're the great creator of every living thing. You uphold the world in the palm of your hand. There's nothing you can't fix. You always have a plan, and I don't know what tomorrow holds, hold. But I believe, because I know you have a plan, your grace is enough for me. I don't have to walk alone, you're still on your throne. YOU'LL TAKE CARE OF EVERYTHING BECAUSE YOU ALSO, YOU ALSO LIVE IN ME I BELIEVE YOUR LOVE I RECEIVE YOUR HEALING NOW WITH EVERY BREATH I WILL PRAISE YOU, LORD I BELIEVE YOUR LOVE i receive your healing now with every breath i will praise i will praise you lord and i don't know what tomorrow holds but i believe because i know you have a plan your grace is enough for me I don't have to walk alone, cause you're still on your throne, you'll take care of everything because you also, you also live in me.
0: Amen well, I'm glad we didn't miss that. Yeah. Amen, stand with me one more time this morning if you would. remember we have a party tonight at six o'clock. Uh, so um, we got we got some games, we have gifts, we have food,'ve um, got it, all that stuff so come come tonight expect to have a good time and you will if you come expecting to be a sourpuss and don't sit at my table. <laughs> Heavenly Father, thank you, Lord God, for your love. Thank you for your blessings this morning. Thank you for your precious Holy Spirit that filled this place, oh God. Thank you that we're leaving out of here full, oh God. My God, we're leaving out of here full. Hallelujah. Running over, sipping from the saucer. Praise God. Oh Lord, I love you, Lord God. I love you, I love you. Thank you for the anointing that's rested in this place. Thank you that you poured out upon your servant today, God, who is so unworthy. I am so unworthy of your presence. But God, I thank you, Lord God, that Jesus Christ made me worthy. And I praise you today for your love and your grace, oh God. Be with this congregation. Bless them, prosper them, redeem them. Provide for them, Lord God. Give them hope of a future, Lord God. And we give you praise for it in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost we pray. Amen. 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 God bless you. Have a great afternoon.